0: Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin.
1: Hi, this is The Author Show, and I'm your host, Linda Thompson. Before I introduce our guests, just a quick reminder that selected interviews are available in our iPhone app, which can be downloaded in the App Store as well as on TV on the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. Our app name on all platforms is The Author's Show. Our book, To Connect, and that is the number two, and then the word connect, transforms the way an individual finds a soulmate using a new science of the mind technology for a more compatible, intimate, and long-lasting relationship. Our author is Linda McIsaac, PhD, and To Connect is her first book. And she's here to share more. Linda, welcome to the author's show. Thank you, Linda. Linda, will you please give us a quick overview of To Connect? Yes, it's 156 pages
0: loaded of information that goes beyond clicks and swipes that you've been used to for finding a soulmate or improving your relationship.
1: <laughs> By clicks and swipes, I'm assuming that you are talking about social media and dating websites, correct? Correct. And did you know,
0: not only the 18 to 29-year-olds, 37% aren't even using it anymore because they're so frustrated they can't find a
1: compatible person. (laughs) I can certainly understand that because there's certainly no truth in advertising on those sites. (laughs) (laughs) So, Linda, you list Megan McIsaac as your co-author. Is Megan your daughter, and what did she bring to the creation of 2Connect?
0: Megan is my daughter, and she is a horse whisperer. So her view on life is very different than mine as a scientist, and what she brings to the table are stories. Stories about what? Stories about her horrific experiences in trying to find a soulmate. (laughs) Has she been successful yet? Most recently, she has. And it's unbelievable. She announced one day, Mom, I found the soulmate. All your four steps, they work.
1: That must have made you feel really good. So tell me, Linda, did you write your book for any particular type or age of reader? Yes. In today's world, unfortunately,
0: sex, intimate relationships, even relationships, isn't taught in our public schools. So where do kids get to know about relationships? And then where do adults figure out how to fix a relationship that is in trouble? And with COVID-19, we need to do a lot of improving relationships.
1: Boy, you sure got something there. So your bio describes you as a scientist, an entrepreneur, and using your own words, quote, one of those computer geeky types, unquote. What led you to write a book about finding your soulmate? (laughs) My father (laughs) told me (laughs) that, Linda, you just look
0: around, and if somebody's interesting, you get married, you figure it out, and you'll live happily ever after. Well, I had (laughs) two big mistakes.
1: (laughs) Oh, poor dad. He was so (laughs) wrong in so many ways there. (laughs) Did he ever get it right?
0: You know, my mom and dad have passed away, and they were married for a long, long time. And the relationship wasn't perfect. And I think you know, a few years ago, people kind of stuck it out, but they weren't really happy. They didn't really live a life where you can connect with somebody, and that's what we bring to the table is you can really connect and know why you do what you do. Is your book similar to anything else we may have read? Nope. <laughs> no one has looked at the science of love, and there is a science. It's based on your brain. And how you take in information, what you do with it,
1: and where you keep it. Okay. In your scientific education, I am quite sure that you weren't focusing on soulmates and relationships during that education or even uh, part of your career. So what led you down this path?
0: <laughs> well, we were out there using our tools to help people with finding the right jobs. And what really came up in when we were out there training was, well, can you help our kids? can you help our family and understand each other? And with so much of that, we had a number of situations where we actually started applying it and working with families and individuals on their relationship. And sure enough, and after my own experiences and my daughter's, we said, boy, we got to start gathering data and understanding this and helping people improve relationships.
1: What do you say to someone who has been married for some time and doesn't feel like their partner is really their soulmate? I would say we have four
0: initial chapters that we look at who you are and what your real intrinsic motivations are in life. And so working through those four different chapters with a mate currently would give you a better understanding of that authentic person. We are pushed in
1: today's world to be somebody else sometimes. Are soulmates always romantic couples or can they be friends? I guess what I'm asking is, is intimacy a must between soulmates? I don't believe
0: that intimacy is a must. I think that it's a wonderful
1: addition to a relationship because it's one way that you show your love. I've always felt that people in the United States were about the most buttoned up society uh, on the planet, and they don't talk about sex. They don't want their kids to learn about sex or intimacy in schools, and they basically turn their kids loose on the world, and God forbid, what happens after that? So what do you tell parents as far as, okay, it may not be comfortable, but you must talk about this? I tell parents that it's
0: time we dealt with it. Kids are still getting pregnant in elementary school here, folks. We still have the problems of that you now have a child at home with their own child. And the problems are pretty evident. And so we now, as parents, have an option to have a book that's in common sense terms explaining who makes a better compatible mate. And what intimacy is really about, because how many people really
1: know what the ultimate in a relationship, a romantic relationship is? I understand what you're saying, Linda. But when you're talking to parents or when you're trying to get through to particularly teenagers who have raging hormones, they're Mm -hmm. not terribly interested in developing relationships. They just want to do it. So how do you handle that? Well, quite frankly, in
0: today's world there are ways that we can handle having sex without being married
1: and uh, we need to know about it and they're not teaching it in school. You've used some not well-known words in your book. For example, and I'm going to spell this because I don't have a clue as to how to pronounce it, x y t i n g <laughs> and cognophile. Please share with us what each of these words mean.
0: Exciting ink was our initial data
1: analysis,
0: uh, working with the military, working with CBS television, to really find the essence of a human being and understand why they do what they do. And from there, we applied it in real life. You know, uh, how can you use it? And instead of calling it a profile, because it's based on your mind, we called it a cognophile. So you get a cognophile report, based on your basic self your innate capabilities
1: what you're born with you're actually born with gifts very interesting so linda do you believe that a soulmate is an absolute necessity in a person's life i believe that what we have
0: identified in our reports that come with the book that you will find you are compatible with a number of different types of people
1: But then there are some people that you are really not very compatible with. Okay. Now, I've just got to ask this. You mentioned the studies that you've done as far as people and what they're thinking and so on. But how did you veer off into intimacy and soulmates? I mean, this doesn't strike me as a computer geeky type, to use your (laughs) words, uh, subject matter. So where did that come from?
0: When we do our studies, we actually ask uh, many, many, many types of questions. And we also found out that people have certain modes that they like to use. It's their body, hands, word, or mind. And a lot of what motivates people and how they go about their decision-making is using their physiological mode. And so most people can relate to that and figure out that that's really important. In their life
1: of work, the world of work, or their intimate relationships. A person comes to you or goes to your book to figure out what the devil they can do to find their soulmate. What is the first thing you tell them?
0: The first thing we tell them is what is compatibility? Okay. And we look at a a success story. And from there, we help them understand themselves. From there, we go into discovering and understanding their best connection. So, in other words, who are you going to be best connected with? After that, then we look at who they are and intimacy and sex. It's all part of that relationship and the value, respect, and appreciation for each other. At the end of the book, we also indicate that the four steps that you've used can apply to everyone in your life, in your family, at work, at home.
1: So it doesn't necessarily just have to do with sex, because there's a lot of people, particularly that I know, that have chosen not to have a partner that prefer to go it alone. uh, And they've been very successful. So that's okay. Of course, (laughs) it's your choice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Linda, now that you've written one
0: book, will you be writing more? You bet. In fact, we have ongoing research. And at our website, we encourage people that have questions
1: or want to participate in research. It will go on. What is the primary message in To Connect that you would like your readers to grasp? That they have a more logical way to look at an intimate relationship and make sure that it works for them. There's a whole lot of humor in your voice, and we've laughed quite a bit on this interview. (laughs) Have you incorporated humor into your book?
0: Well, as best I can as a data scientist, (laughs) maybe Megan is the one who is a little more humorous and some of the success stories of people that are in the book.
1: So you actually share success stories of people that you've worked with?
0: Yes, because we want people to realize that what they're dealing with everyone else is dealing with. <laughs> you know. Everyone else is thinking about, oh, who is this person? Mm-hmm.
1: And how hey. do I go about figuring them out? <laughs> Makes good <laughs> sense to me. So now, will you please read a short excerpt from To Connect for our listeners? Yes.
0: Here's a success story from one of my clients. He calls it the gift of compatibility. So at the age of 67, I was separated from my wife and heading for divorce. For the next year, I holed up in my apartment. Some say I was working on myself, but truth be told, I was hiding out in a fog. Finally, I ventured into the dating world when I invited myself over to a woman's home for dinner. I was immediately smitten. It was more of that feeling, oh God, somebody likes me. Maybe I'm not broken. After four months, I introduced her to my family and my older brother said, "Uh uh-oh, she's just like your ex. Well, let the dating games begin. I was frustrated. Long line of non-compatible women. How can I figure out what is going to make a long-term relationship? What does it look like? So I had known of Excite.com and Linda and her team of creating better communications among coworkers and how well we could teach people to get along and better understand themselves. So one particular day, I asked Linda, do you think... Your assessment would work with, you know, some of these women I'm dating. Well, of course it will. It is ideally designed for personal relationships, Linda said. My life was about to change. From that point on, whenever I met somebody, I'd have them take the assessment (laughs) and see if it matched up. (laughs) Uh, To make a long story short, I'd like to tell you that Steve and Angie have been married for 15 years And they had unique preferences that they both had. They can talk on the phone. Uh, Initially, Stieg says, I'm talking on the phone for like an hour, but it seems like 10 minutes and I can complete her sentences. And remember, our science is all based on your mind. So it determines, it's your mind that determines your predictive behaviors. And Stieg ended his success story by saying, opposites might attract. But compatibility lasts forever.
1: Oh my gosh. First of all, I had to bite my tongue a couple of times from laughing out loud. <laughs> Second of all, what a great example of some of the work you've been doing. So, out of curiosity now, where can we learn more about you and where can we purchase your book, To Connect? Uh, I have a website
0: and it's called toconnectbook.com. And you can purchase the ebook or the hard copy book there. You can learn uh, and read part of the book. You can learn about us uh, as authors. Uh, You can also participate in our research. We want to hear from you. We've been trying to get out there on social media, but the major publishers and distributors of our book have picked it up as well. So if you type
1: in to connect, you will find us. And that is the number two and the word connect, correct? Yes. We've been talking with Linda McIsaac, author of To Connect. Linda, I've really enjoyed our conversation, and (laughs) I believe a lot of our listeners will be interested in reading To Connect. I do hope that you'll come back and chat with us again when you publish your next book. I will. To Connect helps in where to find your soulmate, the one person in the world that knows you better than anyone else. A soulmate is someone who you carry with you forever. It's the one person who knew you, accepted you, and believed in you before anyone else did and when no one else could. And no matter what happens, you'll always love them and have a special connection. So if you want to learn more and find your own soulmate, please go to toconnectbook.com and order your copy today. And when you finish, please remember to post your review. And share this interview with your friends so that they too may become acquainted with our author. And remember, The Author Show may be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Plus, selected interviews can also be found on major platforms such as Amazon Fire TV, the Roku Channel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, Pandora, and many, many more. Whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books, theauthorshow.com is a really great place to start.
0: Thanks for listening to the Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at the authorshow.com. Theauthorshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on the Author Show.